Pages of Pim Better Podcast. Hello, Voyage listeners. Do you want to feel healthy? Do you want to be healthy? Do you want to feel good, vibrant, lively? Has your diet been getting you down? What you need to do is check out Energy Bits. First, you should listen to the last episode of this podcast with Catherine Orson. She is the owner, the CEO of Energy Bits. What are Energy Bits? Well, they're not exactly a supplement because it's, it's food. It's a vegetable. It's algae. It's a greed veggie. It grows in the water. So not much of a carbon footprint at all. And it's got all sorts of really good stuff for you. All the B vitamins that you need. Super, super high density of protein. Plant-based omega-3s. Gives you energy, folks. It's good for you. It's got chlorophyll, iron, antioxidants. The cool thing is, no matter what type of a diet you adhere to, if you're paleo, if you're vegan, if you're keto, if you're a junk food addict, it fits all those things. You could blend it up in a shake. It comes in these little tablets. You could actually chew them too. I've done it. You could blend them up in a shake. You could swallow them. My, I guess, biohack, if I want to say that, I'm not part of this world, but my biohack is I actually like taking them at night and I feel like I feel good in the morning from that. You know, I get up super early for work and I just, I feel like when I take them at night, I'm less groggy in the morning. I'm a little clearer. The cobwebs get shaken off quicker. Check out Energy Bits. I've got a code for you too, a promo code. If you use the, the code VETTER, V-E-T-T-E-R, you get 20% off. How cool is that? Thanks, Energy Bits. So go to energybits.com, use the promotional code VETTER. That could help to support me, which would be awesome. I'd love to get some new mics, people. Those SM7Bs, those are some sexy mics. Those are some good mics. I want those. But also, improve your health. Support a cool company. And support me. That would be awesome. I have something else I want to talk to you about. Okay, straight from Colorado. So this pertains to this episode. Wild Zora is an awesome company. I had some correspondences with the founder, Zora. And what they do is they sell these bars. They are made out of meat and vegetables. And all of the meat is organic and grass-fed. All the vegetables are organic. There's no GMOs. There's no sugar. There's no chemicals. There's no preservatives. No MSG or anything like that. I mean, MSG tastes good, but you know that that stuff can't be good for you. And so they sell these, these bars in solo packages, and they're really good. I actually reached out to them. I think that, and I'm not, I, this isn't a paid ad or anything like that, but I think that they're a really cool company. I think these bars are perfect for traveling. I talked in the last episode about like not having a huge meal and flying. Your digestion slows down and then it could throw your whole, your whole system off and back you up. But these bars are great. They really do taste good. They do. I wouldn't be saying that. If it, I, I, I wolfed down a pack of these. 
And they've got like Mediterranean flavors, barbecue, a taco flavored one. They're really, really good. A curry one. And they've got, you know, pork, beef, chicken, lamb. They're really, really good. You should check them out. That company is called Wild Zora. Really good stuff. Again, I think it's great for traveling. It's super easy to bring somewhere. It's healthy. It too will give you energy. Man, what if you combine those two things? Wild, I didn't even think of this. Wild Zora and Energy Bits. That's a super healthy way to travel. I even think Wild Zora bars are good if you're an athlete and you need like a quick fix of energy. You know, there, there's, nothing, there's, there's no bad stuff in there. It's not going to weigh you down. It's not going to make you feel funky. Lots of protein and vitamins and minerals too. And a local company to Colorado. You know, not a major corporation or something like that. We should support people like that. So also please check out Wild Zora online. They're really, really good. All right, folks. Wow, that's cool to promote stuff and have ads. Today, I'm going to talk to you about Colorado. I teased this a little bit, I think, prior to the episode with Grace, but I've been talking about how, oh, I'm going to get to the Colorado episode next. And I got to stop talking about what I'm going to do next because I always push things back. I'm sorry. I work a lot. Okay. To transition us into this episode, we are going to hear the tunes of John Denver. So you can cue your dumb and dumber lines about the Rocky Mountains being a little bit rockier and listen to Rocky Mountain High from John Denver. And then I'll catch you during the main part of this episode. All right, here we go. He was born in the summer of his 27th year Coming home to a place he'd never been before He left yesterday behind him You might say he was born again You might say he found the key for every door When he first came to the mountains His life was far away on the road hanging by a song But the string's already broken And he doesn't really care It keeps changing fast And it don't last for long But the Colorado Rocky Mountain High I've seen it Say that he got crazy once and he tried to touch the sun And he lost a friend but kept a memory Now he walks in quiet solitude, 
Denver, I had to get out of New York, man. I had to get out of New York. I feel like I should clarify this, though. I was thinking about this recently when I did the episode about Kuala Lumpur, and I was talking about how I was amazed by how diverse the city was, and I thought that was so cool. And when I was thinking about that, I was like, wow, I probably sound like a bit of a fraud because New York City is one of the coolest, most diverse cities in the world, and pretty much anywhere you go in the world, people want to go to New York City. So let's talk about that for a second. I love New York. I mean, I can go 10, 20, 30 minutes in any direction and pretty much get food from, from anywhere in the world. I live here in Brooklyn, so 4th Ave through Sunset Park, awesome food from Mexico, in Central America. Tacos El Bronco, Tacos Matamoros, 8th Ave, also through Sunset Bay Ridge. It's like Brooklyn's Chinatown. Ah, Amazing. Have I talked about this? I've talked about this, no? Man, so my favorite Malaysian restaurant is over there. 
And a few years ago, I went there on Halloween. And I had never really experienced Halloween in the city before. I grew up in the suburbs. And where I work and where I live, like in, in the two neighborhoods, it's not such a big deal. But here, oh my God, there's kids everywhere. And I've never seen, again, growing up in the suburbs, like kids going into, into restaurants, going into bars and things like that to get candy. Everywhere there were kids. And it felt like a street market in Southeast Asia. Like there's literally fish jumping out of tanks. There were like prawns in, in these big crate boxes that were flopping around. So cool, man. I love that. You can go to a West Indian neighborhood in Brooklyn Flatbush or parts of Crown Heights get amazing West Indian food like authentic really good like you're actually there in the islands so good my favorite restaurant in the world Pak Pak here in Brooklyn we don't have Korean food but hey hop on the subway go to K-Town in Manhattan and that's so much fun too and again it's like it's like just going to another part of the city but you're it feels like you're in another part of the world you look different from everyone that's there. There's awesome bars there. Great, obviously, Korean barbecue. Oh, it's so much fun. I love that. I mean, we get every major, uh, every, every tour, every, every tour for bands comes through New York City. You have to. We've got awesome venues. We've got bigger venues for like mainstream pop acts. And then we've got awesome punk venues and, and small DIY venues and basement venues. We get all the movie screenings, like anything to do with art comes through New York City. So it's the hub of that. And I think if I ever moved away, like I would, I would miss that so much. But sometimes, man, you got to get away. Let me tell you, I've been to some hot places. All right, I've been to Indonesia, uh, Hanoi, Sa uh, Saigon, Kenya. All these places are either on the equator or right around it. Mexico. Cambodia. These are hot places. Man, I think New York City is the hottest place in the world in the summer. And summer is like late May to early October. We just kicked the summer like last week here. And there's yeah, yeah. people love, there's people that are saying that, you know, that, that say, oh, I love New York City in the summer. Oh, Central Park and the, the band shell shows and things like that. The concerts, the big concerts, summer stage. That's it, right? Summer stage. Ah, it's not for me, man. There's nowhere to go to escape the heat in the city. You, you could go out to Long Island or the Rockaways, but like you, you can't swim in the East River unless you want to come out like glowing, glowing green. So it's hot. And I don't know. It's like 10% oxygen, like 90% brake dust. And if you're commuting, man, I'm whining. But listen. You know, you know my pain. If you live in New York City, you know my pain. If you're commuting in the summer during rush hour, let's take the R train. During rush hour, it comes like twice, twice an hour, right? So sometimes you're waiting a half hour, just like crammed in. You're sweating. It's like that episode of Seinfeld when Elaine's like screaming in her head when she's on the train and it stops. And she just, she's panicking. It's like that. Oh. Especially if, you know, there's a less fortunate person who's on that train and they haven't seen a shower in a long time or every once in a while someone will 
in a fit of craziness, use the bathroom on the train or throw up or something like that. When it's hot and there's people, ah, I don't know. It gets to you, man. It's tough. It's just all the concrete and I don't know. Sometimes you just, you just have to get away for all the amazing good things there are. Sometimes you need to see green and like just breathe air, like real air. The type that you're supposed to breathe. It's not like particulates filling up your lungs. God, I'm getting old and grouchy. But I'm trying to say New York's amazing, but you got to get away sometimes. And so I had to get away. And I really wanted to go to Rocky Mountain National Park. I'd been to Denver just once, just for a day when I was on that tour. We talk about that a little bit in that episode with Tim. Not this Tim, not me, not Tim Vetter, Tim Barish. But I'd seen pictures of the park and they looked really, really amazing. And like I've been preaching over and over and over again on these podcasts, like, hey, if you see something you want to do, figure out a way to make it happen. And so, called up Willie B, said, we're going to Denver. So, Denver was really the, um, kind of just like the, the way station to get to the park. But we did do some things in Denver, and I wanted to mention a couple of things. First of all, man, what a clean city. It was amazing to see that everywhere you go, like there's the trash receptacles for your trash and all your recyclables. Whereas here, like on our street corners, we have those green bins, right? They're kind of like, uh, like you could see into them through the side. I don't know. New York's dirty. And this is such a clean city. You never realize how dirty New York is until the first snow happens. And like the next morning, everyone who had gone out and walked their dogs that morning, there's just like a mess everywhere from dogs. But man, Colorado, you guys, you know how to keep that place clean. The air, the air feels good. I know it's a mile up and people say it's harder to breathe, but ooh, that clean air in Colorado. Okay, so Red Rocks. Red Rocks is gorgeous. Will and I, we didn't get to see a concert there, but we went during the day. And there were all these people working out. I saw a girl boxing. People are running the stairs up the amphitheater. And that's another thing about Colorado. Man, people like to be fit there and work out. And they're friendly. I feel like they're friendlier because like it's clean and they're fit and they're breathing good air. Not crammed on the R train. Some guy pooped on it. Man, Red Rocks is gorgeous. Like, even if you can't get to a concert, just go and see it. What a cool, cool place to see music. And it, you see the, the city out in the distance, so it's kind of overlooking the city. Oh, man, so pretty. Check that out. Another thing about Denver that we noticed was Denver loves beer. Whole bunch of cool breweries there. Uh, I would recommend, and this came as a recommendation from uh, a buddy and coworker. So thank you to uh, Les. But uh, Great Divide, Great Divide was a really cool brewery. And then my favorite was Station Twenty Six. I had gone. I was trying to get the podcast done with Grace, who I did a few episodes back. Will had left already. 
I had like kind of a half a day to three quarters of a day to kill. And so I started out at, at station 26 and I believe it was the first day that their Oktoberfest was ready. I think I heard them say that. And there was like an Oktoberfest celebration. So there was a live band. There were food trucks with like sausages and pretzels and things like that. Uh, people were just, ah, people were so friendly. I don't know why, but it's great. And they had pumpkin beer. Ah, oh, it was so good. And the atmosphere was great. So I sat there and I, and I took notes for the podcast, the one for, that I did with Grace and for this one. And I talked to some people and I got food. Ah, oh, it was great. People were watching the games. I noticed that too. Like all over Colorado, people are really into college sports. I'm not like at all, <laughs> but I don't know. I get kind of jealous seeing that like that camaraderie and, and sort of like uh, group effect that like college sports has on, on certain places and especially in Boulder, which I'll get to, but uh, people really into the college team there. What is it? What's the team? University of Colorado with the, the purple jerseys. Is that it? Or was that the team that was out in from out of town? University of Colorado. Is that those, the black and gold? Let's look this up. Let's look this up, people. Let's see. Colorado Boulder. Oh, yeah. The black and gold. It's a buffalo. Is that a buffalo? Yeah. The buffaloes. Colorado buffaloes. Yeah. So, Station 26. You should go there. It's great. Really cool people. Great beer. Cool food. Just chill, chill, chill. Everything's chill there. It's great. After that, I found out my flight was delayed, like, super late. It was supposed to be a red eye, and then the red eye turned into, a, what, like a double red eye? What do you call a, a delayed red eye? I don't know. But on the way, so I was, I was heading to the airport, and then um, I literally got the update on my phone. It's actually kind of cool. JetBlue called you, called me. Thanks, JetBlue. Great service. And so I was in a lift, and then we changed the destination because I was like, all right, I don't, I don't want to go super early. So I, I had the guy take me to the movies. And on the way there, he told, uh, I was talking to him about the podcast. And um, yeah, let me talk about that for a second too. Uber and Lyft drivers, like everywhere outside of New York City, they're always like so much friendlier. Sometimes I'll get a real cool one in New York, but like sometimes, nah. But they like want to know about you in other places. I don't know, it's kind of cool. I guess maybe it could be annoying, but it was cool to me. Yeah, but this guy, he, he told me, I told him about the podcast and I gave him a sticker, I think. And he's like, oh yeah, I could totally tell you're a podcaster. You sound like Ira Glass. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> I sound like Michael Serra or something like that. Not Ira Glass, but hey, I'll take that, man. I hope you're listening. Shout out to you. Yeah. So Denver was just really, really chill. Cool people. Where, where do we, ah, Union Station. Not, not to be mistaken with like Union Square in New York. Union Station is an old railway station turned into like shops, almost like a mall kind of a deal, but shops and you can eat there. I don't really buy stuff, so I'm, you know, I'm not into the shops, but there's also a really cool bar there. What's it called? Terminal Bar or something like that? You'd think I'd be prepared. I just told you I took notes, which I did, but things are coming to me. But go to the bar there at Union Station. Now, catch a ball game. The, the, the stadium's really pretty there in the downtown area. 
cool place, man. There's a bunch of fight gyms there now, uh, and, and there's jujitsu and everything that goes with that. We talk about that in the episode with Grace. Food. I don't think I, oh, oh yeah, we got to talk about this. Okay. So Rocky Mountain Oysters is a thing there. And I guess in other places in the Midwest and maybe down in like Texas, maybe you listener would know better than me, but I said to Will, Hey man, we're here. We we should definitely try Rocky Mountain Oysters. And Will was like, "Ah, I don't really eat seafood, man. It's like, okay. So Rocky Mountain Oysters are from a bull. It is the testicles from a bull and they are fried. And I didn't think I was going to be able to get it because we were actually having a little bit of trouble finding it. And then I got it on the last day there. Uh, is it good? I don't know. It wasn't bad. It wasn't, it wasn't great. It's not like it's going to be like my go-to Friday night snack. Um, it was cool though. It was cool to try. Some of that stuff is kind of lost novelty with me. When I first started traveling, And like when I was first dreaming about traveling, I was thinking of all these crazy things to go try and eat. And I've eaten some wild stuff at this point. You know, I've I've eaten jellyfish. Go back and listen to Hanoi and you'll hear about the cobra heart. So I've also eaten like the rest of the cobra. What other weird stuff? Oh, I've eaten brain before. But this one I think probably just weirds people out just because everything with pertaining to that part of the body makes people giggle or feel weird or whatever. But, um, yeah, but I don't know the novelty, like of that kind of stuff is worn off a little bit. God, I'm getting old. Jeez. Anyway, other than that, I think all the food is pretty normal. Let's talk about Boulder. So Boulder, Boulder's what? Like a half hour outside of Denver. Yeah, it was about a half hour. Kind of halfway between Denver and Rocky Mountain National Park and Estes, which is the town there. Uh, My friend lives in Boulder. Hi, Joan. Hope you're listening. She put uh, Will and I up, so thanks. That was really sweet of you. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Boulder is strip malls. There's a lot of strip malls and chain stores and things like that. Accidentally ended up in a Panera uh, it's a long story. Like everything was closed. And so we didn't know what to do when we were starving. So we ate at Panera. I don't know. Lots of, lots of strip malls. What's going on with that Boulder? It almost feel, it, it like, it feels like Boulder was like plucked out of a suburban area and just like plopped into Colorado. I don't know. There were some cool things. Um, I think Pearl street is like the street you go out and, we went to brunch there and that's where we saw all the people in those university of Colorado shirts. So that was cool, but I don't know, nothing that really distinguished it. I like, if you listen to the church, if you're a member of the church and you listen to uncle Joey, he talks about when he used to live there and you know, he was doing crimes and things like that. You, you, you know what, uh, you know what he was up to back then. But I just think, man, he must have, when I, uh, I had no context for his stories in terms of setting. Now, when I take his stories and I I place him in Boulder, God, he must have terrorized those people. Like these these very, he'll call them Gentiles, right? Like very wholesome people, maybe is the word. You know, like, 
I don't know, maybe Crocs were invented there. Were Crocs invented there? Where was, where were Crocs invented? I feel like they were invented there. And like, you know, it's written into the bylaws that like gluten is outlawed. I don't know. I'm sorry if I'm hating on you, Boulder. I'm sorry, Joan. I know you love it there. I don't know. Not really for me. Maybe I just missed it. Tell me. Please, write to me. Tell me if there's things that I missed in Boulder and I'm being unfair. I know there's also like yoga and stuff like that. That's cool. I dig yoga. But I don't know. Another thing I love about New York City is the, is like the edge and the grittiness. You know, it's got a history in regards to that. Like, I don't know, a little bit of danger. Like, I don't want anything bad to happen to me or anyone that I know. But I don't know. If, if everything is so squeaky clean all the time, uh, it's not really for me. That being said, any muggers in New York City, don't mug me. That's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, so maybe like, I don't know, maybe Boulder would be a great place to raise kids. Yeah, maybe it would be. I don't know. But you know what? What I loved about Boulder is the nature that's right nearby. So it's right at like the foothills, they call it, of the Rocky Mountains. And so Will and I went up to Flagstaff Mountain, which is real, real cool. It was, it was super hot. I think they said it was one of the hottest days on record in that area when we were there. It was high 80s. It was really hot. But then you're driving up Flagstaff to get to some of the, the trail-ish things that they have there. And, and the temperature starts dropping right away. It gets a little cooler. We saw elk. We saw some, some deer. Oh, it was really pretty. Drive up is real cool. You kind of like see the city off in the distance. And then when you get near the top, there, there are trails that you can do. There's one place. I have a picture of it on my Instagram, so you check that out. But it looks like this like ritual sacrifice area. At least that's what I thought it was at first. It's this giant circle carved out. It looked like something occult. Super cool. And there's these, um, like cement, were they cement or wood, but like these benches and the kind of an altar. So all the, I had these crazy thoughts in my mind of like, first of all, it would be awesome to see a band play here, but then like, what kinds of crazy stuff happens here? And I Googled it and I saw they do wedding ceremonies. I should have known better, but still a really cool place to go and check out and take pictures there. looks really cool. And then from there, there are the trails and some really cool overlooks, some cool like giant boulder, hey, hey, no pun intended, uh, boulders or rocks that you can go up and like on an overlook and climb. There are signs for bears and mountain lions. If you go back through these episodes, which I keep referencing stuff, but hey, listen to some old episodes. I was almost eaten by a bear and almost eaten by a mountain lion. So I'm a big baby now when it comes to this kind of stuff. Of course, I acted cool. Eh, no big deal, Will. But that stuff scares me, man. But yeah, Flagstaff Mountain. Really, really pretty. There's a place there, too, where there was like a buffalo farm. You could get real close to the buffalo. Really, really cool. So I dug that stuff. Boulder, maybe you're not so bad. I like that stuff. But please tell me about Boulder more. Because I know some people say they really love it. Yeah, maybe it's different, different strokes, huh? All right, let's talk about the park. So Rocky Mountain National Park. Is it also called Estes Park? 
E-S-T-E-S. That's the town there. So we drove there. We did not camp at the park. We stayed in a hotel in Estes. And it's kind of like a, you know, like a quaint kind of like souvenir shop type of a town. Oh, you know what's cool? The Stanley Hotel is there from The Shining. And you could go check that out. Ah, that is really cool. You should do that if you go. Man, what a creepy movie. But yeah, the place is still, I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the movie, but it is kind of creepy looking still. It'd be cool to go see it in the snow like it was in the movie. But yeah, you know, cute little town, cool place to go get brunch or something like that or come back if you have to come back into town and get supplies and food. The park was actually packed when we went there. I think our first day was on a Thursday. Oh, maybe it was Friday. Maybe that's why. But it was really packed. And the one road we wanted to take to Bear Lake was shut down for a while because there was too much car traffic and they couldn't let more people through. But we did eventually get there, and that's where we really wanted to go. So it's still really warm when we got there. Everybody says in Colorado you can, you can have all four seasons in one day. And yeah, man, we felt that. In fact, we did one trail, and at the top of it, it started snowing, whereas on the bottom, we were in T-shirts. Ah, that's really cool. But we did, well, I'll say this too. It's really cool standing on the ground where it's warm and it's green and you're looking up and, and these tall mountain peaks, they're kind of, kind of brownish on the bottom, green trees halfway up. And then at that, the top, it's kind of like, like bald at the top. Like it almost looks like the surface of the moon. It's just gray rock. And then at the very tip of the peak, there's snow. It's almost like all four seasons on one mountain. How cool, man. There's nothing like that in New York. I mean, we have the Adirondacks, the Catskills. They don't look like, they don't look like out West. They're cool. They're not as impressive to me. And like, you know, at night when the, when the, when the moon's coming out and, and your, your backdrop, like on your horizon, what you see is these mountains. Oh man, it's really majestic. It's, it's really pretty. I'm not trying to sound all hippie-ish here, but it, it has an effect on you. It's really cool. So I love that. And it was just like I envisioned it. Like, again, like making things happen that you want to happen. It's exactly, this trip was like exactly how I pictured it would be. So we eventually did, we were eventually able to take that road to Bear Lake. And we hiked um, around, let's see, Bear Lake, Nymph Lake, Dream Lake, and Emerald Lake. I think Emerald was the one like, or, or Dream, those two were like the farthest in, the further you go hiking. And the further back you went, the fewer people there was. There was one, was it one? No, there's one guy and his friend. So there were two people at that lake, which I think was Emerald Lake. And they were, they were fly fishing. So we just sat, we like climbed up into a tree and we were watching them. They were fly fishing. And it was so, so peaceful. There was no one there. Just the breeze and like breathing. I kept focusing on breathing again. Just, just like, it's so nice to breathe that clean air. It kind of resets you, man. So we were out there, you know, just telling stories, joking around. We chatted with those guys a little bit. Occasionally a hiker would come through. We saw one guy carrying, <laughs> this was weird. In the middle of like, we're in the middle of the woods and one guy, no shirt, just comes walking by with like a full mattress on his back. 
Not, 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 not a sleeping bag, like a mattress. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that was weird. But yeah, beautiful day. And then we went, a few other trails were like, we went off the trail a bit and, and, and like washed up in a stream that we saw. Another trail, there was just a huge rock overlooking everything. Climb up to the top of the rock and just sat there in the sun, just hanging out. Man, Will's a great travel partner. We've done a lot of really cool stuff like this. Man, I'm lucky. No, I've talked about this before. It's not luck. I'm fortunate. Because I work hard to make this stuff happen. But what a beautiful park. That's the thing that I want to do now. So, so I've been to Rocky Mountain National Park. And I'm sorry that there were no crazy stories from this one. Actually, I guess I'm not sorry. Because I didn't get hurt this time. And my body was in one piece and there were no animals threatening me. What would have been new was like those big horn ram, those big horn sheep, those like mountain sheep. They have those there. Oh, they're cool. I got to hold one of the horns. Oh, those are awesome. But yeah, nothing crazy happened. But that maybe that's a good thing. It's just a peaceful trip. But as I was starting to say, now I want to do all the national parks. I don't know if this is like the OCD in me. I'm like, oh, I want to do every baseball stadium. I want to see every country, every state. I want to do all the parks now too. Been to Acadia. That was cool. It rained for like four straight days when we were there. That was tough. But I've been there. Where else? Grand Canyon. That's a national park, right? Yeah, Grand Canyon. I've been there. I've been out. Where else? Will and I went to a couple. What am I forgetting? I don't know. I'll have to go back into the memory bank and, and fix up another episode. But next I'm thinking uh, Hot Springs. Hot Springs National Park in Arkansas. It's supposed to be the smallest one. It'd be cool to check out Little Rock. Hey, if you're in Little Rock, let me know what I should check out. It's not too far from Memphis where Will's getting married. Whoa, Will's getting married. Congrats, Willie B. Another one bites the dust. So I'm going to go down to Memphis to see him. It would be cool to head over to Little Rock. I might do that. Yeah. I'm the last of the gang to die here, huh? Still unmarried. Yeah, well, I get to do all this cool stuff, so. All right. Colorado. What else can I say? I don't know. Really cool place. I would love to go back and see some more. I, I've heard that Durango is cool that it's a little more like out there and a little more like what you'd think of as Western and, um, you know, a far cry from Boulder. So that would be cool. When we were there, Joan was saying to go to, is it Taos? 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 Where they have those like Earthship homes. Well, I would love to check that out. Yeah, the Southwest is cool, huh? I'd like to go to Albuquerque. You know what I didn't have that I should have had in Colorado? And I'm thinking with the connection in New Mexico is uh, chilies. Those, the giant peppers smothered in cheese and sauce. Yeah, I didn't have that. Oh, I screwed up. That's just hitting me now. Yeah. I think I need to go back and spend some more time there. What a cool place. All right. That's it, folks. 
this is kind of a short episode today. Do have some stuff coming up. Um, my dude, my artist, what, what do I call him? I'll call him Razor, I guess. That's his alias. He's uh, working hard at making me some cool designs. And I keep getting stickers printed up. And I'll send those to you for free if you want to reach out to me. So you could do that. Reach out and I'll you know, reach out via email, thevoyagesoftimvetter at gmail.com. Or you could DM me on social media. That's cool too. And I'll send you a sticker or two for free. Thanks to everybody who wrote to me in reference to the Modern Life is War episode. I was able to give away some free stuff and there, there were more emails and there was stuff to give away. So I'm sorry about that. But whenever I do stuff like that, I'll still send you some stickers and stuff like that if you don't get the main thing that I'm giving away. So we'll do some more of that in the future. Okay, cool. That's it. As always, folks, take care of each other. And again, thank you to Energy Bits. Check them out. And as always, thank you, Brian the Wizard. All right, folks, peace. Peace.